the mindset of a champion. Now, when, when I say the word champion, for each and every one of you, there's probably going to be somebody that comes to your mind, most likely an athlete that you grew up and you were idolizing. For others of you, it may be a business figure like an Elon Musk. There is someone, when we say champion, that comes to our mind, that embodies what it means to be the best at what they do. Today, that's exactly what I want to go over here for you on this monologue Monday motivational talk that we have with each other every single week. I love this because it's one-on-one. It's me and you. I want to be able to bring you something here that's going to bring immediate value into your week. And so today, this mindset of a champion, some of these things I have mastered, others of them I am still working on. And what I want to do is I want you to think about these. we got about 10 on the list right here. I want you to ask yourself today, are you doing these things every single day? Are you dominating in your life with a championship mindset because you're performing the tasks that champions do every single time, the consistency that champions have? Those people that you think about, those champions in your mind, they didn't do it once, did they? They had to do it over and over and over again. There are no big overnight successes. It's all the work that you see that goes into it. So I want you to jump into that with me. Be thinking to yourself as you're getting ready, you're in your car right now, maybe you're in your kitchen, you're making breakfast or dinner, depending on when you decide to look at this. You're sitting in your office right now, in the car on the way to work. Do you have a championship mindset? And if not, adopt these things that we're going to talk about in the next 10 or 15 minutes and you are going to become that much closer to what you're fashioned to do, the goals that you have in your life. All right, so the first thing I want to talk about is this, solutions over problems. Now, before you turn this off, which is exactly what I would do, because I would look at that and say, who hasn't heard that? I want to talk about how today you could actually make a shift in your mindset to begin to look at solutions, and it's a very simple one. I want you to ask this question when you're presented with a problem. What do I need right now? Stop for a second there. When the problem comes at you today, I want you to react with it instead of saying, oh boy, so-and-so caused this, or what are we going to do about it? I want you to ask this question. I've written it down right here. What do I need right now? An example of this is somebody may lose a deal today. You may lose an employee. You may have to fire somebody. You may be dealing with a situation where something doesn't go the way you want it to go today. Oftentimes, it's not that scenario that is the real problem. It's actually finding out what we're going to do to solve it. And the emotional reaction we have to that problem can overwhelm us, can it? It can feel like, man, I just feel like the the weight of the world is coming down on my shoulders. And so by asking this question, what do I need right now? You immediately shift your mindset into the solution. So the best example of this is you lose that deal. Somebody doesn't close on a contract. Maybe you get fired by a client. The immediate is going to be, man, screw this guy. I don't want to talk to them. And man, you know what? They were a bad client anyway. Or you know what? They they just they undercut us and we couldn't afford to do that. You know, they want to take the cheap route, go ahead. And so you start to get upset, right? Instead of what do I need right now? You need to go close more deals. You need to figure out why that one didn't happen and really look at it. If you're in an argument with a spouse or significant other, What do you need to accomplish out of that argument? What do you need right now? In the middle of an argument, you may say something like, well, what I need right now is I need validation that I actually have a point and that she can hear what I'm saying or that he can hear what I'm saying. You're you're so focused oftentimes on the problems that we have, 
We can't look at the solutions because we're overwhelmed by the emotion of the problem. Asking this question, what do I need right now? It immediately shifts your mindset into that of a championship problem solver. Be that person. Be solution-oriented, and this is where it starts by asking yourself the right questions when the problem presents itself. The next thing that champions do, in their mindset, they create an environment for others to be successful. No one is successful. No one is a champion without having people there that are going to help them become so. Even in individual sports like a tennis or a golf, there's a caddy, there's a coach, there's a strength and conditioning guy. There are people that do the schedules to make sure the best of the best are able to stay on track. No one is successful on their own. But what champions do is they put people around them in a position to succeed. I was recently talking about this with one of our videographers that when he started here, he was doing things that he wasn't very proficient in. Now, it would have been easy to say, well, this guy is not good at his job. What we elected to do instead, and I say we because I listen to what is going on in the office, we elect to put somebody in a different position, doing different types of video and doing other tasks, and now they're a rock star at it and they're dominating. You've really got to understand that putting people in a position to succeed is about understanding the individuals you have on your team. Do you know what their strengths are and what their weaknesses are? Or do you maybe just know their name or a little something about them? More often, unfortunately, leaders and organizations only know the latter. They know a little bit about somebody and they know what kind of car they drive or, you know, they may even know, hey, listen, you know, what they do on the weekends. But do you truly understand the strengths of that person? And there are different tests that you can take. But I think the easiest test for a leader and a champion is to begin to have that conversation with those people that you want to have succeed for you. There is nothing worse than being yourself, being in a position as a champion or wanting to be and you're failing, and you're not understanding why, and you're beating up the people around you because they're not doing their part to help you succeed, when you won't just have a conversation with them and say, huh, let me figure out what this person needs to be in a successful position. Is it they need better hardware, technology, they need better education, they need an office, they need these little things, they're going to help them be better at their job. Helping you become the champion that you want to be. Never underestimate the power of a conversation and understanding the people around you and putting them in a position where they can be the most successful for you. So even if you are out there and you're some narcissistic leader, then at least you should understand that by doing it, you are benefiting yourself, not just that of your company. Champions put people in positions to succeed around them. Look around your office right now. Are there people that are struggling in their position? Do you know why? Or have you made an assumption about why? Huge difference right there. Do you know or are you assuming? If the latter is true, which oftentimes it is for leaders, begin to take the steps today to have the conversations to truly figure out where the problem is and adjust accordingly. The number three thing I have right here is you need to lead by your example. A champion leads by example, not by their words. You tell people to work hard in your company and they see you cutting out at three o'clock and a small business that ain't going to cut it. You tell people you need to put in more work or you tell individuals you need to always be doing things 
to the best of your ability for our clients. We demand that we do things above and beyond. We're going to do it the right way. We have integrity around here. All those catchphrases that we hear from business owners, and yet the first opportunity there is to cut a corner to make a little bit of money, you kind of smile at your employer and say, oh, be all right, be all right. You may not think that you're hurting your company or your reputation, but that employee will tell somebody else, will tell somebody else, and that is your reputation right there. It is the moments that few people or no people see that determines a champion. And so you've got to, you've got to look at this. Am I leading by example? What time do I show up to the office? People see it. What time do I leave? They notice it. And all the small businesses out there, you think that the, your employees are your employees because of what they work for you? No, you work for them. And if you understand that philosophy and you take that shift and you say, okay, I'm going to lead by example this week. I'm going to do things that I always say that should be done. I'm going to show people that I'm going to do them day in, day out. And I'm going to make those tough decisions to work with integrity when it would have been easier to do it another way. There's always time to shift the culture and the momentum in your company, but it starts with the decision-making at the top with the leaders to say, I'm going to lead by example. We're going to look at whatever our company credo and mission statement is, and I'm going to embody it as a leader. It may even go as far as for you to step in front of the people in your company and say, I failed you. But starting now, we change that. And then show somebody that you've changed. If you're doing it already, then keep doing it. Because sometimes it can be so difficult when you've been having that momentum for a year, two, three years, or longer. You've always been doing it right. And then that one opportunity comes where you can do it the wrong way. And you take it. You take it because it's that easy way out and you're like, I've been doing it right for so long. Don't do that today. This is your warning right here. Don't take the easy way out. If you have momentum in your company right now, then this is me telling you, keep that momentum. Do not give in to what others would do or you'll always get what they would get. It's hard to run a company to be a champion with integrity. So be that person because others are unwilling to because they take the easy way out. Don't be that individual. Don't give yourself that permission today. I'm telling you, watch yourself. Don't fall into that trap, folks. If you've got momentum, you keep that momentum going. Leaders, champions, they listen. And I'm talking about actually listening, everybody. See, there's a big difference between somebody says, I hear you and I'm listening to you. Think about the people who walk into your office, or if you're a manager, you're a division leader, a VP, a president of a company. The conversations that you have today, I want you to take a minute, and I want you to think after that conversation is over, did I really listen to that person? Did I understand what their needs are? Did I try to provide solutions that were in line with that individual's needs? Or was I just hearing them, nodding my head, smiling, and then it's out the door? Have I done something that's going to make sure I take action on whatever that conversation is? Have I set something in place to where there's going to be follow-up on that? Are you truly listening to people or are you just hearing them? You know, a lot of times when a guest will step foot or I guess you'd say they get up from this table here, they'll look at me and say, man, that was great. How do you do that? Because we're just having a conversation. I've had some people who work for me ask, well, how do you do that? Do you prepare for it? And we put in all this work and sure, there's a little research that goes in any podcast that we do, of course. But I'm also listening to the person who's sitting across from me. I'm listening to what they're passionate about, what their love is. Something that they want to get across. 
And if you do that in your personal relationships and you actually sit there with somebody and you take interest in what they need and you genuinely want to solve their problems and make their life better, it's amazing what listening will do if you do that. Oftentimes, these solutions will innocently present themselves. And so let them, by listening, actively listening to the person that's in front of you, in your mind, what are they saying? Constantly looking at yourself and going, am I taking this in? Am I really understanding what this person needs? And not having, and we're going to talk about it in a minute, the ego to not ask questions. You may not understand the person and what their needs are. So you sit them down and go, I'm not following what you're trying to get at here. And it goes back to our first question. What do I need right now? That can be flipped around. What do you need right now? If you're sitting there with somebody and you're not understanding what they're trying to say and you're listening to them, then have the audacity, have that ego. you got to put all that to the side and you've got to say, I don't understand. What do you need right now? What do, what do you want? What can I help you with? And let them explain it to you and then actively take that and make it happen because you genuinely care about the people that are around you. Champions know this. No one will outwork me. A champion is somebody that looks at the world and goes, I'm the best at what I do or I'm going to be the best at what I do because nobody's going to step in front and work outwork me. There's a big thing about Kobe Bryant making a speech about the times that he was able to go and work out, and it ended up being that he was able to get three workouts in when everybody else thought they were outworking him, only getting two in. To get a chance, look it up on Instagram or one of the social media apps. Because what happens, folks, is a champion is so passionate about being the best. They want to be number one. That they know skill, natural ability, natural intellect, wit, whatever their God-given abilities are, are not going to be enough. For whatever you think you're the best at, there's somebody out there who is naturally better than what you are. The difference is minute at the very top. The difference between average and good, huge, all right? It's like this. The difference between good and great, here. The difference between great and champions, it's about right here, folks. It's small. And so if you want to be that champion, nobody can outwork you. And the focus that it takes day in, day out is immense. Everybody is not meant to be a champion. And so if you look at yourself and you go, I want to be number one, I deserve it, I need it, I crave being number one, then you better get right with working hard. And that's not meaning that you work hard for five days and take three days off because, boy, you really put it all in. Working hard is not 50 hours a week. Working hard is the 80, 90, 100 hours a week that you have to put in to be the best. It's sacrifice that it takes away from family and friends. It's when you make it, people look at you and go, man, so happy for you. And you look at them and go, you have no idea what it took to get to where I'm at. That's what champions do, folks. That's real championship stuff. You may see the champagne popping and the bottles coming and the celebration, but the real work happens when nobody's here. It's Sunday night right now as I film this for you for Monday morning. There's not a soul in this office. Do I want to be here on a Sunday? Would I, would I much rather be spending it with people and enjoying a show like Yellowstone, which in my opinion is the best? Of course I would. But I do this because there's discipline in providing you this information and I want to do it. And I want to make your life better. 
And if you have that passion, you've got to be willing to do things that others are not. You've got to be willing to put in that work today others are not willing to put in. So I need you to do this today. What time are you going to get to work? What time are you going to get to the gym? What time are you going to be leaving? How long are you taking at lunch? Are you using your time the most effectively you can? Because that is what champions do. Because they know the little inches that they're gaining on you every single day. Just that little bit better. That's where it becomes yards and miles by the end of the year. So look at yourself and ask, am I creating time like a champion does? Nobody will outwork me during that time. I love this one. Champions, and I'm, I, I need to do better at this. Champions are people that make decisions even when they're unsure of the outcome. A champion understands that they are a decision maker. They are somebody that others are going to look to and go, that's the person that I'm going to follow. And a champion knows they're not always going to get it right. See, one of the worst things that you can do is be paralyzed by indecision, and that is not what champions do. We're going to do this, we're going to do this, and then we're going to adjust. A lot of people think a champion is going to take action when they know what to do. No, sometimes you don't know what to do, but by taking that action, you're closer to understanding what the wrong decision is to make. You can adjust and then move over into what is right. But by sitting there and letting that pile up the thoughts, the anxiety, the indecision, that problem is not going away. It needs a solution. And the people around you want to see you make decisive solutions by taking decisive action. It's what your wife or husband wants to see. It's what employees or those people who work for you as a manager or director. It's what people want to see. They want, to, they want someone who's willing to lead. Because someone who's willing to lead makes decisions, and people are okay with you making the wrong decision. What they're not okay with is somebody unwilling to make a decision. So today, what have you been putting off? What have you been saying, you know, I don't know if I should do that. I'm, I, I've been weighing it back and forth. Stop weighing. Start making decisions. Start doing. Take physical action towards making that decision. We've talked about that previously on this show. Stop being an indecisive leader. Indecisive leaders are not champions. They're not people that you look at and go, man, that's the guy I want to follow into war right there. No, I want somebody that I can look at and go, I'm, that, that guy's leading me. That guy's a decision maker. That guy takes into account all the facts and does the best he possibly can, and I know I can trust that he's going to have my best interest at heart, and we're going to take action, and we're going to adjust. Start taking immediate action on things. Stop being paralyzed by indecision. Take control. Even when you're unsure, you grab that wheel and you drive the heck out of that car. That's what I want to give you permission to do today. We got a few more here, everybody. We're talking about the championship mindset that I want you to have, all right? All right, I need you to delegate today. This is probably the thing that I am working on the most. Everyone, when you think of, of athletes that are champions, what comes to mind? Michael Jordan, right? Every, even if you don't follow sports, but can Michael Jordan be in every position? Could he be the coach, the player, all five on the team? No, could he be the trainer as well? Of course not. You need great people around you put into a position to succeed, and then you have to be willing to delegate the task to them to empower them to be better. Empowering individuals in the right place will allow a champion to do what they do best. 
Because I'm going to use the Michael Jordan example. Was he great at basketball? That he was great at one th- great at basketball. Some would argue, though, not a very good baseball player. Others would argue maybe not a great front office personnel or owner. But he was great at basketball. But what he was able to do there is he's able to delegate people around him to help him be great. If you want to be a great business owner, you want to grow your business, ask yourself, have you empowered people around you by delegating them tasks and putting them in a position to succeed? Or are they in the wrong position? They don't feel like they can ever make a mistake. They're walking on eggshells with you and they're not succeeding and you're sitting there looking over their shoulder going, when are you going to get with the program? When are you as a leader going to get with the program to change and have a championship mindset to begin to help those people in your organization succeed? Delegate, folks. Begin to delegate and empower those people around you so that you can be successful. The last three that I have here, I was reminded of this yesterday, which is perspective. Uh, We were coming back from a trip. We were out in Kansas City, and I was about as pissed off as I could be because We got laid over a night in Kansas City. That was bad enough, right? So we take a flight out the next morning at 5 o'clock in the morning. We get down to Miami. Miami, there's a layover. They take us off the plane. I'm I'm upset. And as I'm sitting there, I'm just kind of – I open up my phone. I'm just going to take a deep breath. I see this post, and it's someone looking for people to donate. I think it's the Philippines. And there was a woman there, and she had a terrible leg disease. They're building schools. And it was something about 70 cents it takes to ride the bus for kids to get to school. And sometimes those parents don't have 70 cents to be able to send their kids to school that day. And they, excuse me, they try to do that. They're trying to save that 70 cents so that their son or daughter can get to school and they can have a better life than what they did as parents. Perspective, everybody. I'm trying to get home and waiting between flights and an air-conditioned airport. And what? So I can get on one flight an hour later because I want to get home because I'm tired to lay in my air-conditioned room in bed because I want to take a little bit of a nap because I was so tired. Like, these are the problems. When you're able to put problems into perspective, what you're going to find is, man, life becomes a lot easier. That's what a champion does. A champion is able to look at something and identify what kind of problem am I looking at? A problem that needs immediate action right now, that decisive action we just talked about? Or is this something to where I'm letting it interfere with my day based solely on the fact that I have pride, based solely on the fact that I've got something internally that's an insecurity that's messing with me? Or even better, because I think I deserve it. Mindset of a champion is this. You don't deserve anything. In fact, that's the best way to put it, I'll tell you. Champions don't deserve nothing. You ask a champion, do you deserve to win that? No. Now they're going to go after it. But anybody who thinks they go into something thinking, I deserve to win this bid. I deserve to win this contract. I deserve to be the best at this. My podcast deserves to be number one because I'm so witty and wonderful and smart and people should listen to me. I deserve to have listeners. Deserve, deserve, deserve. You don't deserve anything. The world is a cruel and mean place. And the people who deserve it don't think that they do, but they go out there and they work their butt off. And that is what a champion does. They they aren't given anything. They don't deserve anything, but they're going to outwork your butt because you know what? That, that, That chip that they have is that they don't deserve it. 
And so if you're sitting there thinking, I deserve to win that, gr- that contract. I deserve to always have that client who fired me. Well, maybe you should be asking, why don't you? What do I need right now? I need to know why that's not happening, why I didn't keep that contract, why I didn't get that deal, what we're going to do better in the future. you got to stop with that, man. That's, that's a real way to ruin your life thinking that you deserve anything. You deserve nothing and nothing will be given to you. And any time that it is, you take it, folks, because it's a few and far between thing in life. Which leads me to the last two points that I have here about champions. They demand more of themselves than even they do of others. We talked about a minute ago, do people see you coming into work late? Do they see you as the last one to leave? Does your boss see the hard work that you're putting in every day? Your willingness to help somebody else on your team even though you're not paid for it? Are you doing tasks to show that you care about the company, the team, the morale, the marriage, wherever it is in your life? Are you doing more than what you expect of other people? Are you? Are you leading by the example? Or are you no longer demanding that much of yourself? Have you seen a little bit of success and now you've stopped demanding that? You think now you just deserve it? You become a little complacent, haven't you? You're not putting in the same amount of work that you used to. And you're blaming on things like, well, I've been doing this for 20 years, or I'm a little old now, so I can, I can do this. I got other people that can do that for me. Stop. You just went back, and now you think you deserve things. You've lost the fire. And there are people who are catching you right now. Don't let them. Today, I want to tell you, light that fire again. You don't deserve anything. De- start demanding more of yourself again. Start saying, no, 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 I ain't going to let this fly. No, I I am going to start demanding right now what I used to demand of myself. I got a little complacent, Patrick. I get it. Okay, cool. Stop today. I started going to the gym four days, not five days a week. When I got there, I started lifting a little bit different. I caught myself doing this the other day, folks. Caught myself at the gym, and I said, man, it's been a while since I went heavy. And I was like, oh, man, my elbows and my knees have been hurting. Oh, man, that ain't it. I could go through it. But I've been getting lazy, complacent, doing machines and lighter weight for higher reps because, I don't know, it just made me feel good about myself. I didn't want to address the fact you need to start going heavy because it hurts. You need to start going back to your roots here a little bit, Pat. You need to stop saying, well, I'm a little older now. No, no, no. Stop with the complacency. Get back at it. Demand more of yourself today. And if you're not where you need to be and you've been struggling in life, you're waking up, then it's about time you did that too because it's not the world that's beating you down. It's your decision-making. Your decision-making is costing you in life. It's not somebody else. It's not your boss or the company you work for or where you're at. You're where you're at right now because of decisions that you made in your life, either good, bad, or lack thereof. The key to life is making great decisions. In moments, making decisions that are going to be right for you. And I'm going to tell you most of the time you know what they are. Don't sit there and tell me, hey, man, I don't know. Sometimes I just don't know what to do. I just seem to make the bad decision. No, you don't. Your gut tells you something, and either then you go with it, or you don't value yourself enough, and you say, I'm going to go for momentary pleasure instead of delayed gratification. Anytime you're going to get something momentary in your life, right in the moment, 
that's going to give you immediate pleasure, you need to stop and go, this is probably not the place that I need to be. This is probably not what I should be doing. And if you do that, everyone, if you are able to, you will be so wildly successful because you are able to do these small things that others are not willing to. Champions are all about delayed gratification, not momentary pleasure. Momentary pleasure is what ends marriages, companies. We talked a minute ago about decision-making. That's when you make the bad decision. When you stop living with integrity is when you start pursuing the immediate gratification. Don't be that individual. You're smarter than that. You're better than that. You're a champion. Be a champion today. And the last thing I want to mention is this. Champions admit when they're wrong. Champions hang two things at the door before they walk in. Their pride and their ego. You know, I look at like, you know, Phil Heath, Mr. Olympia, all these Mr. Olympias that man won. You don't think it would have been easy being the biggest, best-looking, most muscular guy in any gym that he walks into to go, I got this thing. Look at me. Everyone's staring at me. Of course it would have been. But he knew that he had a bigger purpose. He knew he had to check that ego and that pride right at the door and go, no, 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 I don't deserve anything. I'm going to go outwork every single person that's here, not here, training halfway across the world. All those people who want to beat me that are 10 years younger than me that are trying to be, no, no one's going to outwork me today. He had a mindset of a champion. Pride and ego, what they're going to do is they're going to ruin you. They're going to make you a tyrant. And what you need to do when you hang that pride and ego is you say, now I can admit when I made a mistake. Because there's nothing worse than sitting there to yourself. You just said something to a group of people. You just told them to do something. And you go, that's not what we should be doing. Or the way that I spoke to my wife or my significant other isn't the way that I should. I didn't handle that problem correctly. I could have done it better. And then you don't do anything about it because you say, I don't want to say that I was wrong. I'm going to let it go. That's not what leaders, that's not what champions do. Champions have a conversations that are difficult. They walk up and they go, screwed this one up. I could have done it better. I was wrong. And here's what we're going to do to fix it. And you know what? It's not going to happen again. Because people will respect somebody that is vulnerable. Somebody that says, I was wrong. And when they do, what you say in the future will carry that much more weight. Because then, when they question, was that the right or the wrong thing to do? They're going to know that, hey, you have given it thought. That it is the right thing. And if it wasn't, they know you're willing to step in front of them and go, hey, made a mistake on this. Be vulnerable as a leader. Hang your pride, hang your ego at the door, outwork everybody. You are owed absolutely nothing. You deserve nothing. Look for solutions by asking the question, what do I need right now? Create an environment around you where you delegate tasks and allow people to succeed by empowering them in positions that they want to do, can be successful at, that they are passionate about, and they have the training for. You lead by example, and you listen to people. No matter what, you outwork every single person that's out there. You take control even when things are unsure. And like I say, you keep perspective because you know the problems at hand that you have today 
Well, they probably are things that other people wish that they had. So folks, that is a championship mindset. And as you go into your week or it's your middle of your week or you're in your car, dinner, wherever you're listening or watching this, you need to have a championship mindset today. So take these, apply them to your life, become the best version of yourself that you can be and keep on improving as that leader, as that entrepreneur, as that athlete. Make it a great week ahead. Folks, if you like this kind of content, you stuck around till the end, we truly appreciate it here. Our team, uh, we work very hard to try to bring you this stuff, and I hope it brings value into your life. Click like. Of course, comment below. We do read every single comment, and we love hearing from you. So thanks. Have a great week. This is the Patrick Carr Show. Until next time, everybody.